So I got a rare podcast for you today. And I know, I know it's called the Uneducated Investor Podcast, but we're going to be educated today. We are going to read an article. We're doing a different 2021's coming up. And if 2020 is not the end of the world, I like to mix it up for you guys. So I came across this interesting business insider article titled The Net Worth It Takes at Every Age to Be the Richer Than Most People You Know. Um, It's always interesting comparing yourself to other people, you know, because you always get that good old Joneses effect where your grass has to be greener, your car has to be larger. But as investors, you know, it is curious, you know, am I doing better than my peers? Uh, most likely if you have a university degree, you are making a bunch of money. Um, if you graduate right out of high school, then of course it will take time or to get, it'll take time to make that work experience really work for you. And here are some things to aim for as you go through different ages. Now, I mean, the best way I think to look at this is to say, Hmm, in 10 years, how do I get to that target income bracket? So I can be part of that, um, that group, you know, comparing yourself at the age doesn't necessarily do anything good for you. But if you look at like what age you're going to be in 10 years from now, so if you're 30, what age you're going to be at 40 and look at the average net worth, then I think that is the best way to really take some actual positives out of this because it gives you a nice little financial target to hit. And that way you can get your finances order, your career in order and try to make some you know career aspirations to hit it. But don't be depressed if you're not at that average. It's whatever. It doesn't make that big of a deal. But it is nice once you're building a portfolio to keep these things in mind. So I digress. Here are some fun facts. The typical American household has a net worth of about 97,000. Remember, household is uh, referring to, I think, two people at least. To be in the richest 20% of the U.S. population, you need a household net worth of nearly wait for it, $500,000. And for this, we are going to compare the net worth of people by age. So we're going to do two things, right? We're going to tell you what it takes to be in the top 50% of people in that age. And we're going to tell you what it takes to be in the top 10% of people that age. Pretty, pretty interesting, right? Yeah. All right, so we're going to start with the age bracket of 18 to 25. So can you guess what it takes to be in the top 50%? Pretty easy. Just $4,000 is all you need, $4,000 to your name. And, of course, you're probably looking at that and you're like, I could probably make that in a month, three months, six months. But, I mean, once you really start weighing in, like, things such as student debt, things such as maybe a mortgage, you start to see why people's net worth dips so low. I mean... When I was 25 or even 23, uh, I think I had a negative net worth, to be honest. Let's be real. Student debt is no joke. And I'm lucky to even paid it off, to be honest, because that was like a that was literally like a chokehold on my neck to be in the top 10 percent. You need 65,000. Think of your people who go to trade school only do two years, come out, get an apprenticeship and boom, they're making 60, 70,000. All those people who, you know, skipped college and really got into some sort of technical trades, they're killing it at this age and have a real nice head start on people. Next, if you're 26 to 30, to be in the top 50%, you need to have a net worth of at least $12,000. And to be in the top 10%, you need a net worth of at least $142,000. 
Now, what's really interesting about this is, you know, a lot of people under the age of 30 are just coming out of their masters, are just coming out of their PhDs, are just coming out of med schools or law school. And realistically, they haven't really built up that net worth yet. Maybe they're just on their career job and making good monies. But I'm telling you, student debt is no joke. So a lot of those people, like even a doctor, doesn't have a high net worth before 30 at all. So 12 grand sounds very reasonable. Um, if you have 12 grand but and you're under 30 years old, if you have 12 grand net worth, once you can, uh, start considering like maybe uh, you have a car payment or you have a mortgage, you're doing phenomenal. 142,000, I mean, you're kidding it out of the park. Uh, if you had your school paid for, maybe scholarship or maybe your parents were so gracious. And if you have a high paying job, you are doing phenomenal at, under the age of 30. 35, this is where it starts to get interesting. To be in the top 50%, you need a net worth of at least 30,000. For a lot of people, this is when they finally start coming out of debt. You know, you've worked that $50,000 job for a while. Um, you're making good money coming out of college or, you know, coming out of university. 30,000 is not a bad amount to have. To be in the top 10%, you need $259,000. This is where people hit their strides. They say that if you switch your job a bunch before the age of 35, you're most likely to hit that top echelon of, you know, um, career wages. That's where you really hit your stride. And a lot of people, if you get into, you know, those good careers or, you know, you have parents that really hook you up, 35, I think, is a year that really separates people when it comes to earning wealth. So at this point in time, your stock portfolio, you've been investing a while, your debts are paid off. You can really start earning some serious income at this age. <clears throat> now, 40, 40 years old, you had a kid now, you have your kids, you probably officially have your house, you're officially moved out of your parents' house, um, even if you're a late bloomer. This is where like you're an adult, like 30s or the new 20s, I get it. 40, now you're like, okay, I'm an adult now. To be in the top 50%, guess how much you need? That's right, 47,000 of net worth. Just in the top 50, 47,000. To be in the top 10%, you need 464,000 of net worth. So half a million dollars sounds like a lot, but for a lot of people, it's really in their house. You know, you've probably owned your house for around five or maybe even seven years, and your house has just appreciated because you probably got in an area that's close to your job. Um, that's really what gets a lot of people to this um, net worth. And of course, a lot of people who have those career jobs, they do invest through their company. But to be top 10%, I mean, you're like, this is the area where like lawyers and doctors really start breaking even and start earning above what their student debt was. Um, they're finally breaking even. So this is where a lot of those high earning careers really start uh, separating. And of course, if you're a software engineer straight out of university, um, you're laughing at everyone. I mean, you made $150,000 after a four-year degree, no advanced degree. I mean, you're, you're laughing. These people are probably actually retiring right now, thinking about their extracurricular um, activities. Like if you're working for Facebook, Google, you are just laughing at everyone else. Now, 45, top 50%, 85,000, top 10%, 700,000. I mean, you're a boss. 40, if you're 50 years, years old, um, you have an, uh, to be in the top 50%, you have $130,000 to your name. To be in the top 10%, you have over a million dollars, a million 100,000 to be exact. 
And this is really interesting, you know, because at a million years old, you know, you are really settled in, you know, your kids are starting to approach high school or actually graduating in high school. And I think this is the age where, you know, especially in your 40s, a lot of people start getting their financials on track, you know, so to be in the top 50%, having a net worth of 130,000, this could be like maybe, you know, you switched majors in university. So you had a huge university debt or you dropped out of college and then now you're going back to school and you came out and got a good job. A lot of people turn their turn their financial lives around in their uh, 30s and 40s. So at 50 years old, to be in the top 50 percent, you've made that decision and you really just focus on education. But to have a million dollars, I mean, you're, you are laughing. If you're in the top 10 percent here, basically your stock portfolio is on fire like like you set up your stock portfolio either through your work or through a financial advisor or you're doing it yourself and it's just been growing consistently at 10 percent every year if you've been doing it yourself you know the ways been etfs and you are really making it rain and now to be in the top 10 percent at 60 years old i mean this is prime boomer age 60 prime boomer prime boom you 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 own the world at 60 years old and to be in the top 50 percent you need 188,000 and to be in the top 10%, you need, wait for it, $2.4 million. So people around 60, they start retiring around like 65-ish. 2.4 million means that if you're making 5% a year, let me see if I can do head math, head math, head math, that's around $100,000 you're making just from your investments. So 2.4 million, whether that's um, all in stocks or whether that's you're your including your house that you're living in as well. Um, 5% appreciation is around uh, a bit over $100,000 that you're making per year just off your investments. So when people are aiming for retirement, what they're really doing is uh, they're trying to build a uh, portfolio of about $1 million or $2 million. And I'm not even including... Like when it comes to living off your retirement income, I'm not even including like drawing down that income at all. This is income that comes in and you get to spend it. And then another next year, there's going to be another hundred thousand dollars. A lot of people, when they have retirement portfolios, they also include, you know, drawing down that portfolio over time. But for this age, we're really realistically just thinking about literally just the capital appreciation of that portfolio. You can literally spend that to live. And that's why you see rich people are rich because they never have to uh, spend their principal. The principal refers to the amount in their investment portfolio. The extra dividends and capital appreciation that the portfolio grows next year. Like, let's say that 2.4 million has a good year and grows 10%. 10% of 2.4 million is $240,000. Now, of course, you know, there's tax implications when you withdraw that money. Um, you know, if it wasn't built in a tax-free account, but like like 240000 even that number after taxes is a ridiculous amount of number. Like you're making, um, you know, a top earner's salary for literally doing nothing. And at 60 years old, you can literally still be working a job. So you can see how these people get very rich and their capital is basically intact forever and they never have to touch it. Um, at 60 years old, you're making this much money, you're laughing. And now 70 years old, you've been a boss for a bit and your net worth is around to be in the top 10 percent, one point seven million dollars. 
with a uh, net worth to be in the top 50%, 200,000. So the interesting thing about being in the top 10% here is this is an age where it actually went down. And as you can see, the reason that is, is as I said before, literally, you're living off of your retirement income at this age, right? So not only are you having your stock appreciate every year, but now, now you're actually starting to withdraw some money from it. So not only are you spending your capital appreciation, but you're spending some of the principal because why even save it at this point? Like at 70 years old, the average age to die is around, I think, 80 in the States. Why save it if you're only going to live for around 10 or 20 years or 30 years, depending on your health? You might as well spend it on a boat. Buy that rolly watch. Honestly, like you need to doo-doo on your haters and buy yourself some Yeezys. This is the age to stunt on all your haters, make that Instagram page go crazy and bananas. And that's why you start spending a little less more. So at the end of this podcast, what have we learned? Um, live long because the longer you live, you're going to make a bunch of money and at different ages, you can expect to make higher and higher amounts of money. And the great thing about investing in stocks just in general is to be in the top 50%, I'll give you a very easy tip. If you want to be in the top 50% of net worths, are you ready for it? Only 50% of Americans invest in stocks. That's right, you heard it. The whole stock market is owned by only 50% of Americans. And guess which Americans are typically at the top 50%? The ones who own stocks. So just by being a stock investor, you're guaranteed to be in the top 50%. To be in the top 10%? Well, if you think about it, the top 20% of Americans own 80% of the stock market. So realistically, you just have to get one of those high earning university uh, jobs out of uh, university, you know, whether you're working in STEM or you need to go to a trade school and get one of those high paying um, trade jobs, such as becoming an electrician or plumber. Really getting those career jobs is the big separator of what helps you build that initial capital when you're younger. And of course, then knowing how to effectively invest that money is what basically gives you a second income source while you're growing that capital. So I hope this gave you some goals. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. If you liked this podcast, make sure to give it a five-star review on iTunes because that's how we grow and we fly crew. We'll see you next time. Gotta take off. Bye.